Hey, girlfriend. Hey. It's Sammy. It's E. And you're tuned in to another episode of Girlfriends. What's up, y'all? Yes, no revelation today, but you, as always, you know that the word is always going to come. Somewhere. Somewhere in this episode. So, you know, just stay tuned for that. But as always, we're going to start off with our WCW of the week. And um, I don't have one, so I'm going to let E take it away. Okay, well, I have one, and I think we could share it. So my WCW this week is uh, one of our best girlfriends. Her name is Crystal Bridges. Um, she is super loyal listener, yes. um, and we so appreciate her. But Crystal emailed us. Um, I guess this will be a WCW slash letters to my girlfriend. Yes. Okay. All right. So it says, to my girlfriends, Ian, Sammy, I hope y'all are good. Fan of y'all's crystal here. Before I get to the gift, I just wanted to take a moment to thank you ladies for doing your podcast. And around July 2017, I started listening and I remember just feeling like I was in a chat with a group of my own friends. I love that y'all are HBCU grads from Georgia, like myself, around my age, who are particularly taken with film and music. And I appreciate E's love for Beyonce. Thank you, sis. Because same, <laughs> LMAO. <laughs> with every episode release, y'all inspire me to continue working on my own creative projects and drive on towards my aspirations. With that being said, also know that I respect and admire you both as fellow creatives. In my head, y'all are my virtual big sisters, if you will. So my gift for you is an exclusive preview for my collection of poems entitled Open, which I will be digitally, words, wow, digitally publishing on May 27th. Hopefully you all will have a chance to read and perhaps even relate to what I wrote. These works were written during a very familiar emotional time for me, and one of the best ways for me to deal with those emotions was through my writing. If y'all have time and are interested, I'd love to know any thoughts you may have of it and if y'all can't get feedback I would honestly just be happy to know that y'all got my email thank you both for doing everything um for everything you're doing your work is definitely not in vain um and then she wishes us the best and all this other stuff um but I have you know read through these poems and they are so so good they sis really congratulations are. I'm mm-hmm. so happy for you I'm so proud of you y'all please please check it out on May 27th open um let me hold on let me pull up her her insta and stuff so y'all know, you know, where to go and stuff. You're probably not going to be heard on anything you just said just now because you're talking mad low on there. I'm but, sorry. I didn't. Okay. Um, yes. I'm shout out to you. Bit. I did uh, read the poems as well. And as somebody who used to write poetry often, I understand how uh, liberating it can feel and also how scary it can feel to share your content. So we appreciate right. you for feeling comfortable enough to share it with us. And thank and you. And to you know. share it with the world later on. Like that's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, her, um, if you guys want to follow her and, you know, hear more news and everything like that about open, um, on Twitter, she's at underscore crystals gems. Um, but yeah, just thank you so much. And, you know, I really appreciate your words. Um, cause yeah, um, that was just something that I really needed to hear. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure Sammy really needed to hear. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we go through these phases where we're like, uh, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Should we even be doing this? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> um, so thank you for your support. And um, we can't wait to support you in this endeavor. Absolutely. Yes. So what you been on, dog? Child. Okay. So we're going to say the big one for last. Um, but okay. So, um, one of the funniest things or one of the things that I has genuinely made me full belly laugh for the first time in a couple weeks. There's a video on <laughs> social media um, floating around. It's called, it's the Black Moms Try Soul Food. Have you seen this? Yes. Try, each, try each other's. Yes. And the girl food. who was, the woman who was talking the most shit, her shit Pass was the worst. Shit. I knew it. I knew Pass it was going to be. shit with that cornmeal on <laughs> that fucking chicken. cornmeal on the chicken. Well, you gotta, you know what? Just like the other lady said, if you gotta make two batches, then your chicken not that good, right? But um, shout out to Cocoa Butter. Um, they I've checked their like Twitter and everything, um, and their Instagram, and they're like pushing out some really great content. But um, there's a video similar to like the show on TLC Four Weddings. You get four women um together. They each make uh soul food. In this case, they made fried chicken and macaroni and cheese. And they all tried each other's dish. Um, and it was hilarious. 
news, some of the funniest shit I've watched in a long time. Um, nobody ever needs to let Miss J uh, make anything <laughs> ever. Yeah, that was funny. Um, the shade, you know, that oh, the was, shade was, was beautiful. Miss Denise's shade was wonderful. I don't remember their names. Really I remember their names because um, I watched it like a couple times. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Miss Gina. She was the one that won. And, you know, she was the most humble one she out of was, everybody. And she gave everybody such good exactly. uh, reviews and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So um, shout out to all the, you know, black moms in that video and just uh, Cocoa Butter for coming out with that because that's like. That was really cute. Yeah, Coco Butter also came out with um, Scotty Beam and her mom did a yeah. video together. Just, you know, like her mom was just, well, the clip that I saw in particular was of her mom, you know, talking about how impressed she was with Scotty or Danny and, you know, like how she reminds her a lot of herself and you could see her getting a little tearful. So that was a beautiful moment to witness, you know, especially because her mom works in radio too. So just to see how impressed she was with her daughter and, and how that made her feel. So I was... Pleased to see this content from Cocoa Butter. That's super dope. Yes. Um, I've also officially, like, fully 100% caught up with The Shy. Um, of course, you know, it's on Showtime, executive produced by Lena Waithe in Common, um, about, you know, the goings-on of Southside Chicago um, and the people that live in that neighborhood. It is so, so fucking good. Oops. Um, <laughs> it's so fucking good, like... They just tackle so many different things that just happen in our everyday lives, like, as black people and as, like, black people, you know, living in that type of environment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's tackling gentrification and, you know... Um, she's from Chicago? Yeah, she's from Chicago. Um, so, yeah, gentrification and, you know, loss and just everything that under the sun we're even getting into, you know, like gang culture and you know police and i mean yeah but like all of right exactly unfortunately right. <laughs> um but you know all of that's happening you know one of the little girls right now um for those that well i won't spoil anything but it's just really it's so so good so well written every time i watch i'm like that's it like and it is a whole hour it's a whole like real hour because it's mm -hmm. on showtime <laughs> so but every time i'm still like damn like i don't want it to be over with right yeah, I, I was just telling her, E, off the record, that I need to really watch. Yeah. Um, because I've heard so many people talk about it, and I know I would love to support... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Jesus Christ. Ooh, uh, huh. Support Lena Waithe. <laughs> you sounded like... Never mind, let me stop. Wait. One of the uh, characters on the shy, his name is Ronnie. Um, <laughs> he got a real... Uh, he, he talked like he got mesothelioma. No shade. It's a lot of ash in his what? voice. It's just, it's, he'd be That's like, he be like, I, I just quit the job because I didn't want to do it. <laughs> Damn it, Gina. Uh, I'm just getting over like a little cold. Oh, yeah. But um, it's super good. Um, Great acting from Jason Mitchell, from, um, who you, of course, you know, play Easy e and Shredder mm -hmm. Up Compton has gone on to do a bunch of other things. Mm -hmm. um, Common. Uh, damn, Jacob, Jacob Lattimore. You remember when Jacob Lattimore used to be up at Maze with uh Brandon Farmer? I just saw him the other day listen, for that game social. Listen, and now he is on the shy and he's doing really well playing the quintessential, uh, you know, ain't shit baby daddy that's really? trying. He's trying though, but how old is he supposed core, to be in the show? Yeah. I think you know he's I, so young. I think on the show he's supposed to be at least like nineteen or twenty. Yeah, he looks so young, or he maybe looks like a little baby. eighteen. But he got three kids. About three, three? girl, three, three. Jesus, Trends. when he start? Fourteen? Who knows, child? Three kids. How old are the three kids? Three different baby mamas. I don't know how uh, old <laughs> the oldest child is mm -hmm. but i know in this episode um basically he started his youngest child he wasn't claiming because he didn't know if he was his mm -hmm. um but then the mama just dropped the baby off at the doorstep uh, and this is in season one mm -hmm. and so he had to start taking care of him and all this other stuff and then she took the baby back and all this other stuff wow. um but basically she put him on child support and then uh, he started giving her money. And then, and I almost forgot, just because we had been dealing with just her for so long, I forgot that there was two other kids in the picture. And so naturally, you know, she posts her little check on Instagram, like, mm, got that child support. Right. And all the other baby mamas got on the bandwagon, like, hold on. Me too. Where my check at? 
Because your baby not even the oldest. You the youngest baby mama. Where my Our baby's been around longer than yours. Right. Hmm. Um, so we need to check. Yes, but it's super dope. Very um, captivating show. And mm-hmm. I hope y'all watch. Please watch so we can talk about it some more and really get into it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shall. Um, well, I wanted to talk about the Ted Bundy, uh, it's like a long ass title that's on Netflix, mm-hmm. um, that I can't think of right now, but it, like the, is this the one vile, with, the, um, with Zac Efron? Zac, Zac Efron. Okay. Yeah. Cause they, I know they had like actual like documentary series yeah. on it, but no, this is the one with Zac Efron. And, um, I was impressed by Zac Efron's portrayal, portrayal of, uh, Ted Bundy, but I just feel like overall it was a interesting movie just to like kind of get more of the layers around who this guy was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think they did a great job of revealing kind of some of his characteristics that would have showed us that he would be led to do some some of these things. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that was the point. But by the end of the movie, you know, you see, it just seemed like, wait, but there was no proof right. for real that he did this. It, people just were like, the crimes were so wrong and so hateful. But he ends up like admitting it towards the end and mm-hmm. all this stuff like that. It was super crazy um, because it shows like his... Uh, constant battle with his like initial lover at the time mm-hmm. um, and like how he came into their home so abruptly like and just like kind of changed her rocked her whole world and then she finds out he's done all these things and for her for like 10 plus years before he actually gets um, the death penalty they're like she's been trying to you know she's been battling like alcoholism and stuff like that because she's so warped around this man because mm-hmm. she's so in love mm-hmm. only to visit him right before he was about to be murdered or mm-hmm. killed for, you know, well, murder is the same thing, um, for the death penalty or whatever. And, uh, yeah, she sees him, him and then like, for him to be like, yeah, I actually did do it and yeah. this is what I did it with. And, yeah. yeah Bundy is, was sick. sick. Okay. Okay. Sick. Like, please, one time, and this, you just want to be watching them crime shows and stuff like that because, It'd be giving me bad dreams at night. But one time I went down a rabbit hole of like serial killers and ended up on his Wikipedia page and they detail like all of his victims and like how he did it, when he did it, why, and I'm just like, it just deeply unsettled me. So Right. Like this shit is scary, but disturbing. But the dismembering um, people. Yeah, the movie was interesting. I mean, if you're into stuff like that, I know like my sis uh Tia is into like the crime stories and like crime criminal psychology. So Definitely recommended that to my girlfriend. Um, but, yeah, that's on Netflix. Yeah, so what else you been on? Um, real quick, it's cancellation season. Stuff shows are on the chopping block. Um, Steve Harvey can get that rest that he was talking about a couple weeks ago because his show has been canceled. <laughs> but I thought it was picked up by for, with another name, with another network. Oh, okay. Didn't hear about that. I just heard that it was canceled. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be like Steve and it's going to be on a different network. Oh, okay. That's so, yeah, cute for him. I hope that they can build a nap into his schedule. Um, sorry. I agree with the, what he said, bruh. <sighs> I get the gist of it, but I'm just kind of tired of rich people being like, he wasn't no always sleep. rich. And I get that. So it's like, you should know better because I'm sure, pretty sure when you was broke, you wasn't getting eight hours either. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it was like, a. it's just like niggas who be complaining about not making bread, who be sleep all the time or like lazy. That's where he was implemented. I mean, uh, insinuating. It wasn't like he was saying like, oh, you niggas the reason why you poor is because you don't sleep or because you sleep. Like, I think he was saying for, but because it, when I did reference that that was an actual Bible verse, because you know we was going, talking about it on Twitter, right. me and E. But when I actually referenced that it was a Bible verse, I understand even in the verse what they're trying to say. It's not mm-hmm. saying like, you know, because a lot of times, obviously the reasons why we're poor and in certain, or middle class in certain situations is because of our circumstances mm-hmm. and what the way that like we've been, placed misplaced or displaced in the world right right but he not he just saying like and i i don't even agree that rich people don't get sleep i feel like rich people get a lot of sleep yeah they get a lot of sleep but other people do work for them right Um, when you get to a point of like that being that rich but for his situation he didn't get rich from sleeping at all so i think that's where he's coming from it's like i just think that people um I think it, it was what a very, he says out of context. Uh, I don't think it was out of context. I think it was blatant. It was just a blanket. 
statement and people are just like, okay, but wait. But I think it's just more of a thing where, like, now when you get these, like, people who are just, like, obsessively rich, you'd be like, oh, you have the same 24 hours a day and da 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 And it's like, yeah, all that stuff is true. Like, yeah, if you want to, like, be out here working, you need to be on your grind and shit like that or whatever. But, like, also... <laughs> At the same time, you need to sleep because if you don't sleep, you're going to run yourself to the ground. And then what does it work for if you're dead? But then also, like, you... I forgot what the point I was about to make. But either way. Um, yeah, his show got canceled. <laughs> um, hope picked up somewhere, maybe. Not sh- if That's great, if it has been. Um, Star got canceled, which kind of bummed me out a little bit. Why? Um, okay, so... I feel like it's Star is not the greatest show. Like, it, it wasn't. Like, as far as acting and, and writing, it's a soap opera. It's a mm-hmm. primetime soap opera. But it's good mess. And, you know, sometimes I like to, you know, sit down and watch a little bit of mess. Mm-hmm. The music is really what got me because the music on Star is way better than the music on Empire. Like, mm-hmm. they actually have little bops that, yes. like, I rock to, you know, mm-hmm. outside of you know, like, in my car and stuff like that. So I was mm-hmm. a little sad to see it go. And then also because I watched the season finale or and that turned into the series finale, and I'm just like, damn, Lee? We going out like that? Like, everybody was... It was like the red wedding for niggas. Like, damn, Brandy got shot, died. Uh, Not like the red wedding. Listen, Brandy died at the wedding. What, damn, at the wedding? At the wedding, child. The reception, girl. Folks was shooting outside the wedding or in there? In the reception, child. That's when Ryan Destiny got married? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Child, they had shot up Poe Alex and Quincy Wedding. I I can't remember his uh, name in the show. But, uh, yes. I ain't watched it since the beginning. They had shot up their wedding. Why they were shooting at the wedding? So, basically, or whatever, Quincy Grandmama. Uh Uh-huh. The G grand, of course. Who who be cussing out Star in the first couple episodes, and we was here for her. Queen. Yes, Queen. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, last season and or in season two, um, Granny got raped in her house. Are you serious? Yes, by by, who? by one of the gang members in the Bankhead crew. Not the Bankhead. Crew, in the child. child Bankhead getting gentrified like a motherfucker. Right. All like, of a sudden they got crews. Right. Um, but anyway, uh she got raped by somebody in the Bankhead crew. Um, Quincy's character vowed, you know, to avenge her. Um, instead he ended up working with the police to try and bring the crew down from the inside or whatever. The crew found out, uh, Granny, you know, uh, she got her own revenge because she killed the man who raped her. Oh, shit. You know, real, uh, Beyonce Lady Gaga, um, telephone, telephone, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm a poison your greens type shit. Um, she poisoned some greens. She poisoned some greens. And gave them to the guy that raped mm-hmm. her. So she like reeled them in, like, I want to fuck you again. No, 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 <laughs> I can't remember like, how did he where it was, but he, she basically, they were not at the house, or they were like outside of her house, and mm-hmm. he saw her, and he was like, oh, you want some more, or something like, no, she, no disgusting motherfucker. Um, and she was just like, yeah, you know, have, have these greens. Them gonna be the last greens that you taste. Um, so the crew, in retaliation of one of their members dying because he raped an old lady, decided first they came to her house or whatever before the wedding. Quincy was like, Grandma, you wanna ride with me to the wedding? She said, No, because she had been out of town for a minute. So they, mm-hmm. they came back to the house. Um, and she was like, No, I'm gonna ride with her, whatever. So I guess a man that was supposed to be her man. I don't know. Um oh, I'm gonna ride with <laughs> I'm a ride with whoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, P- we gonna call him Peebo. I'm a ride with Peebo. Peebo. Um, like Peebo Bryson? Maybe. I hope he's doing well. Um, whatever. We. I'm, I'm gonna ride with Peebo to the win. So mm-hmm. you ain't gotta worry about me. You going ahead to the win. Right. And so she was waiting on Peebo to come get her. And <laughs> you stupid dog. And the man came to her house and shot her up in her house. So she died? She died. So Granny died. G Granny died. Wow. Brandy died. Uh, who was Brandy to this? She was Queen Latifah's um, sister in the show. Oh, okay. Or whatever. She died. Um, some the It's a character you're not going to know. And I don't really know his name. But his name was like Gabriel or something mm-hmm. in the show. He died. Damn, uh, um, Evan Ross died. Mm. 
all these folks and then dead. And then they closed the episode. And I'm just like, damn, that's a cliffhanger. And I'm going to be hanging on for dear life because that shit is over now. Yeah. Apparently, 21st Century Fox is shopping the show around to other networks. Um, But, I mean, it makes sense. Fox has a lot of new stuff coming up on the slate for, like, fall and, you know, things like that. So... You got to make room. Um, but everybody is funny because everybody's sentiment was, why you take Star? Take Empire instead. Right. And now it comes My out sister. today that um, this next season of Empire will be the last. Good. Because so, I'm sick um, of it. You know, small wins. Um, but, yeah. Um, also, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not. Well, actually, we'll say that for the sip, child. Because that's a little sip. Okay. Um, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Disappointment is what sh- what it should be called because that was not a satisfying death for I Cersei. First and first so most. Hard. First and foremost, rather. I tr- I've been trying so hard, y'all. I've been trying so hard not to be super nitpicky and be, you know, those people that we see on Twitter that are like, but, 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 why, why, you know, like very like super duper emotionally invested. I've been trying so hard, but last night it came to a head, and when I, t- I have never been that disgruntled after watching Game of Thrones in my life. And I watched all of season five. Mm-hmm. Okay. And still. <laughs> right. Never have I ever been that disgruntled. You mean to tell me the most villainous bitch on the show died by some motherfucking rocks? Sick. Rocks. Sick. Debris. Mm-hmm. Bitch. Okay. Show did. Sure did. The damn Red Keep had asbestos basically and the ceiling fell in on her ass. Literally. <sighs> Yeah, you mean to wild. tell me, Dave? Just, just listen. I mean, what's that man's name? All of Jamie's character development jumped out the window with the hound in the mountain because what? I sound like a dumbass a couple weeks ago, being like, I don't think he gonna go back and just be with Cersei. I think he gonna go back and you know, no, no, he, he stupid sure went back to be with that bitch. Like, oh, did a mess. A mess. A mess. A mess. Also, too, as well. You mm-hmm. mean to tell me there's the most, one of the most sly, sneaky, you know, smart, most cunning people on this show, dead or alive, goes up to Jon Snow as he pulls up on this canoe in broad daylight with all these niggas around him and says, Hey, nigga, I got to talk to you about this. I got to talk trees and talk to you real quick. (laughs) Trees and talk. Real quick in front of all these people in broad daylight. And then I'm going to go back up to my room that's down the hall from the same He was ready to die. He was ready to die, but this is just so uncharacteristic of, you know, like, season one, season two, three, four, just prior Varys would not have been moving in that way. You know right. what I'm saying? And it just irked me because I'm like, what What do we do all this for? What right. do we have all these seasons for? And all this, you know, what do we ha- do all this for if we were just going to throw it all out the window right. at the very end? This shit don't make no motherfucking sense. Danny, them niggas waved the white flag. The bell had rung. You had won, bitch. It was yours. I, listen, okay. Yes to that. But at the same time, she lost two of her dragons. Mm-hmm. She lost Masande. Mm-hmm. She didn't give a fuck. She was never. You seen her eyes in the last episode. I she was going. I, I knew she was going to blow that shit up. I get being mad. I feel like she could have just losing somebody who could do your braid down real good because <laughs> I know how important that is as a black woman. I feel like I feel like she really could have just like not burned out the entire town and she just went really, straight for Cersei. Because th- then you. I, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, she gonna burn down. She going to burn down where Cersei at. You know, she going to bypass all these yes. innocent folks and burn down. Because now you've incited your uh, your military, your army to Bro, cause a ruckus. Bro, 
on. And you know Grey Worm was there to See, fight. now Grey Worm is the only person that I give leeway to. Why? he just lost his boot. I understand, I understand why Grey Worm did what he did because I mean, he really just rolled up in there just on Daenerys anger Daenerys lost two of her babies. I get that too, but, but Daenerys has lost so much throughout her life and has still carried on in the fact that I'm going to meet injustice with justice. And this was not just... Killing all them innocent kids and people, that was not justice. Because and if it, you can't justice for who, right? It's, it wasn't justice at all. <laughs> like yeah. it was completely unnecessary. And you said all this time that you didn't want to be queen of ashes and shit. And the whole time, the, the whole reason why you didn't even attack King's Landing from the jump when you first came over there is because you didn't want to kill innocent ass people. And then you went ahead and did that shit anyway for no fucking reason. And you put so many other people, your own niggas. In danger. Your own niggas in danger. Yeah. Because you wanted to be on that bullshit. How many, if if Ar, if they had to show Arya almost dying one more goddamn time, I was going to cut the TV off. Yeah, I was, that was so frustrating. I'm like, damn, they're putting so much emphasis on Arya. Is she about to die for real? And like. No way. She's done too much honestly, at this point. Honestly, I know last week I was like 70% of this is George R. R. Martin. But, at, and, and you know what? He, he does take a good chunk of this. Because if he actually wrote them fucking books, women have to play this damn guessing game like this. Right. But at this point, we have had multiple seasons without concrete book material season six was amazing mm-hmm. season last season season seven had its flaws but it was still great this shit right here nigga don't make no motherfucking sense and the, y'all just want to be done with it y'all just want to wipe y'all hands of it because hbo said listen we'll give you all the money we'll even give you another season we'll give you everything that you need to to do what you need to do and they said no yeah, this could have been eight episodes if y'all were this trying to develop 10. a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, it was a little disappointing. I was very disappointed in the way that Cersei died. Bro, I'm very like, disappointed. what the fuck? That's not very fair. Very disappointed. And just certain shit didn't make no sense. You mean to tell me Euron was staying on that boat and got that got Dracarist and then he and then washes, he up, washes up on shore? And then, tries to, and then Jamie survives that? It, those, that attack? That's what I'm saying. That you got stabbed twice no in the gut and you still made it up and down the stairs to the to the top of the house to the, and around then to the, the house into like, the basement <laughs> and to like, die with this bitch off a tooth gut are you fucking serious? Like, where is the sense? It don't make no sense. I mean, the show has a lot of things that don't make sense. Though, we under, I understand the entire it's, show. It's, 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 it's very, dragons and shit like that. Like but I'm dragons, saying when we get down though. to the characters and the writing is like all of this build up for shit. Now I understand why people was just mad about the Night King because it's like, damn. Yeah, I can agree with that. It's just it's just disappointing, you know, because. Up until now, this is, in my opinion, been one of the best, if not the best shows on television, period. But can we talk about some positive things from the show, i.e. the cinematography in this particular oh, yes. episode it was amazing. is by far the best it was amazing. from the entire show. Like, even from uh, speaking of Grey Worm when they were doing the uh, fight scene like that, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not into, like, grime, I mean, gruesome shit or, like, Seeing well, something just, that, like, yeah, you could, you literally could see, like, the body parts, like, coming yeah. out. It, it was very... Uh, it was great. It was very intense. The shot where um, Drogon came up from behind yes, her... so good. ...to smoke Varys, amazing, beautiful. The shot of Tyrion standing in that burnt-down-ass doorway. <laughs> like, yeah, the cinematography and the special effects and the, the pyro stuff was, mm-hmm. like... Amazing, and but that's what we expect from Game of Thrones. Like they always, yeah. But I just meant more so in particular this yeah. episode to me seemed yeah. like the height of the aerial episode. shots of her <clears throat> burning that whole city down. Like damn, bro, top notch. A one, top notch. Yeah. I just wish it was a company with better writing. Yeah, yeah, the writing sucked. That's all. Um, but I was wondering, like, I mean, I kind of feel like we should have expected this, especially like y'all who have been with Game of Thrones since the beginning of Game of Thrones, like watching it from like the, you know, with everybody and like seeing how they developed the plot in the beginning and like how they really took their time to develop the story. Mm-hmm. I feel like y'all should have expected that in six episodes, this is how it was going in. Like, I don't, I don't think that, I, how else would they have been able to, or how, I don't know. The only thing I, I disagree know. with, only thing I disagree with was Cersei's death. And, like, I mean, just like, I kind of expected that from the last episode that Daenerys was going to react this way and do that. Yeah. 
and it sucks for her like character to have been what it was and then all of a sudden now it she's being yeah it comes to this yeah. but at the same time I think that's the irony that we would expect to see from somebody like her in comparison to the Mad King who she's related to right. so it's like you know or her dad I mean hell she worse that's than her, her dad, daddy right? at that, yeah, yeah that's her dad she worse than her daddy at this point like her daddy didn't get to burn everybody up cause Jamie killed him before he got a right, chance right, to right, do right. it yeah, she's gonna go down followed as, fucking through and yeah. Now, like you don't, but imagine I'm mean, I'm just looking at Jon Snow like, damn, nigga, you really you really fucked up. I know Varys is from the grave, like Boosie daughter. I told y'all niggas. <laughs> I told y'all. I niggas. told y'all niggas. I love that he was like, I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that I'm dying for a reason, and that what I'm saying is is wrong. And so explain to me that part because I was still kind of confused. He was saying that he predicted that she was gonna do this shit. Basically, yeah, Varys has had concerns about her, right? Um, since last season, since she when she killed Sam's brother and right. father, right? Um, because I mean, like I was saying a few weeks ago, you have these advisors. You know, you've never, yeah, you've been, you were born in Westeros, but you didn't, you weren't raised here. You aren't really adept at, you know, as far as like the politics and everything that goes on over here. So you have this team of advisors. You have literally Varys who said it himself. I've been around more kings and queens than anybody on this earth. Mm -hmm. You know, and Tyrion, who is a Lannister and has also been around his fair share mm -hmm. of kings and queens and so forth and all of these other people. So you have these advisors who are telling you, you know, you don't have to burn these folk down. Like, we still kind of need these people. We need Westeros to be on our side. Right. Like, you know, you in, in Marine and, you know, in... um. Over there in the East, mm -hmm. you know, in Essos, you ruled... You know, you evoked uh, fear in the people that needed to be scared. Exactly. You know, but you were loved by everyone. Here, if you do this, you're getting to the point where the niggas that you need to love you are going to be scared of you. Right. And that scare is going to turn into to hatred. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and resentment. To dis and resentment and mm -hmm. dislike and things like that or whatever. And they're already looking at you weird because the last time we had an encounter with a Targaryen, it was a whole war and all this other shit. So, you know, like... So you have these advisors here to help you and then you don't listen to them. I did when, enjoy, sorry, I, I did enjoy the um, seeing like what was going on during war, like how they were able to capture different moments. Yeah. Um, like seeing like how to do, the. this is how you just know niggas has never, have never been shit. Because out of all the things you could do, you trying to rape this girl in the yeah. middle of all of this. Yeah. Out of out all, all the things, things you could be you thinking could about, you trying to get some pussy. Like, I, I literally was like, really dog? Really? Happy John. And then you try to kill your nigga. Oh, you try Felicity Huffman then pleaded guilty in the yeah. college admissions scandal, y'all. She going she, to jail. She going to jail. Period. 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 White folks is going down, okay? Oh, I'm going to jail. Stupid ass. Your daughter didn't even want to go to school. Way. Okay. That way. Going to jail for like four months. <laughs> Legit for four months. For like four months. And not even real jail. Exactly. She's going to like take knitting classes and all this other shit. Um, it's gonna be like that rich white lady that was in the jail with them on Orange is the New Black. Right. Um Exactly yeah. <laughs> like that. Damn. I never finished that show. Yeah, I'm probably not going to. Probably never. You know, you kill Pusey and all my interests was just out there. Yes. Um, but yeah. You so yeah, you just so from then he had concerns about her mind and her well being and it's like he's been like he said he's been around enough kings and queens to know when shit is going to go wrong or whatever I think up until the fact that Tyr when up until when Tyrion told him John is actually the rightful heir mm -hmm. he wasn't really acting on it because there was nobody to actually take her place right. you know what I'm saying like there was nobody that you could reasonably put on the throne and be like this makes sense you know um so yeah I just you know I really don't know but to I don't know how they're going to tie all this up next week in the same amount of time in 80 minutes. Um, I don't know. We'll see. But I'm not like, I mean, I'm it's excited. It's the same amount of time. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for it, but I'm not like, I just was so disappointed this week that I'm just like, all right. How you going to let me down next week? Right. Let me down easy. Right. Which I probably won't. You hate yeah. to see it. You hate this, yeah. You hate to see it. I just and now they about to go. Um, they're about to go and do the next uh trilogy. Dan and David, the showrunners, are about to go and do the next trilogy of Star Wars movies. 
um, and probably fuck that up too. So, oh god, I hope not. I hope not. But that is that's already kind of on the rocks because <laughs> yeah. people weren't really happy with um the last the last Star Wars movie that came out. Um, like it was highly reviewed by like the critics, but the fans were just like, no, this shit sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I don't have anything else for like film and TV. Um, have you gone to see any new movies lately? Um, I, I heard Intruder was good. Really? Mm-hmm. I would like to go see it. I would like to see it. I would like to see it as well. Um, I saw some. I see it's making good. Yeah. Um, I saw some like pretty bad reviews for it, but I, I kind of I want to make my own assumptions because it does look interesting. I um, mean, like from people that I like, not like critic uh, critics. In terms of the reviews, but like from people I actually know, say that that said that they yeah, um, enjoyed yeah. it, and yeah. then I'm seeing like actual critics, critics being yeah. like, "This is," which yes. I kind of probably feel like, like me personally, it's not my type of movie. Honestly, like right. I felt like I wasn't gonna be into it, but I want to see it just to yeah. say I saw it. Yeah. Also, Pikachu has a movie out, child, child, <laughs> child. What's that about? And it's voiced by, like, Ryan Reynolds. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm not really interested. I would like to see a resurgence in Pokemon Go because I feel like that was a great time. That like, was a good people time. People were outside. Was really outside playing You know, like, it was a fun time. I really enjoyed it. So I kind of want—I hope that, you know, I've heard that the movie is terrible. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> but it's like some people's—like, apparently it's a kid's movie. So apparently yeah. the kids really love it. Yeah. Um, and then Ryan Re- Reynolds, you know, he's hilarious. He brings his own— Flavor to, to it, it. Yeah. so um, adults I've heard have said it's it's you know okay, mm-hmm. um, but yeah maybe this will bring that back into the forefront. Um, Music, yes, we gotta get into Slamir. Yes, I Nudie. love it. I love Shata it. is the hood pick of the week, period, pool, because I know you was jamming to that on the way to a graduation season. Oh, yes. Um, Megan Thee Stallion <laughs> is on there. Um, I also really, like, I'm not going to say that I fuck with the whole thing. That would be lying. Yeah, it's a couple ones that I skip. <laughs> yeah, but um, I do like Shata. I do like um, Extendo with Uzi. Um, Dispatch is cool with the baby, but it's not like my go-to. I love Mister. Mister is favorite. cool with Twenty One. I um, we were talking Gas about Station how is cool too. Young Nudie be sound like Gucci Mane sometimes because I definitely thought Young Nudie. Well, you know they all his kids <laughs> says Gucci according, <laughs> according to Raydrick. Uh, <laughs> Davis. Um, yeah, they all his kids. Um, but yeah, I definitely thought I'm like, oh, he got Gucci and Twenty One Savage, and then yeah, I looked, it was and actually him. it was just him, and I was like, okay. Um, I hate to say it just because of the title of it, but I really enjoy Call That Bitch Homicide. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Swisher Backwood. Um, it's really dope. And, you know, this is my, you know, like I've listened to a couple of Young Nudie songs and stuff like that, but it's my first time listening to like a full project. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, when you couple this with Pierre's production, like I really enjoy this this uh, tape. Yeah. Um, Ari Lennox. All right, Lennox, talk about a talk real about two ends album. of the spectrum, okay? Right, now, we're, we, we give you versatility. Right. We give you duality, okay? Listen. Um, but no, Ari Lennox went the fuck off. She did. We need. I mean, I didn't expect anything less because, one, she's extremely talented, but, two, it took her a while to put this out. Yeah. So, yeah, let's t- let's get into it. I, I, I it. just really just love the detail down to the track listing and the the um, the numbers. And it doesn't show you on like Apple Music or whatever. But if the you buy a physical, are... it's their natural hair texture. Yes. So one A, one one B, one C, yes. so on and so forth. And then when you see it, the um, the font, the large, you know, the curlier the hair texture, mm-hmm. the more tighter the cursive in the font. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. So, like, when That's you get to, detailed. like, uh, static and it's, like, 4C and you get this little coil and stuff. It's it's very cute. Um, so, I just love those little details. But the whole thing is just... Fire. Fire, man. I love uh, Broke with Jid. Mm-hmm. They do really good. Jid does really good with, with like, having a female feature in mm-hmm. general. Like, all his songs with Mariba are really great, even though, like... Those are like genuinely his friends. So I feel like that's probably helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I did enjoy that one. Uh, I don't know. I just like the whole project. I can listen to it straight through. It's Dang. real groovy. You can hear a lot of the um, Erica Badu influence on mm-hmm. it. Um, it's just yeah. go off, sis. I love it. 
I love it. Um, she uh, yeah, she just did a really great job, and just shout out to to J Cole because I feel like that whole Dreamville team is really putting out some great stuff, and they're not putting out this, you know, these microwave ass you know, mixtapes that, you know, we listen to for a couple weeks and they're gone tomorrow. Like, they're actually putting out, all of the artists are actually putting out projects that, you know, really stick with you for a little while. So I appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, what else have I been listening to? Definitely Ari Lennox um, kind of had to go back into the Rolodex for her because it was just like, wow, this is dope. There's a, um, <clears throat> there is a Flying Lotus album that's about to come out. Mm-hmm. And hold on, let me see if I can Ooh, get that. it. I never heard of them. Really? My Lotus is, I guess, like, I don't know what genre, electronic music, mm-hmm. um, but there's, they do a lot of, I don't know if it's they or him or who it is, honestly, I'm but Googling. they do a, um, a lot of collabs. So there's one with Anderson Pac, Little Dragon, that sort of thing. Tierra Wack is going to be on this next okay. one, Denzel Curry. Um, it's a him. The, him. It's a one person. Him. I figured it was one guy, but I, I wasn't you sure. He's like a producer. Know. You know, we thought Travis Porter was one person and it was and three niggas. Exactly. So, so uh, Thundercat, Toro Imoy, uh, and Solange are going to be on this uh, 27 song project. So, electronic music, if you're into that sort of thing, but a lot of some of your favorite uh, artists are going to be on it, and it comes out this year, but he's teased um, a few things. And I actually appreciate sponsored posts because I, I discovered this particular song through a sponsor post uh, between my stories. So I appreciate that Instagram for knowing what type of shit I'm into. Honestly, Instagram is one of the only apps where I don't mind the ads because they really are tailored to, to what me, I like. Because you listen to my entire conversation. Thanks yeah, a lot. Yeah, super weird. Yeah. I mean, but I allowed you to. So yeah, but, thank you. Okay. Um, but yes, Flying Lotus. And then one last one um, by my homie DJ Cash, who is uh, one of the DJs and personalities on um, the Dirty Boys here at uh, the place that I work. And um, it's called Slow Wine. It's featuring DeMarco and Wife and Lucci. So it's a very, like, Caribbean, like, summer song. Mm-hmm. And I really fuck with it. Like, I, he really, like, has been in the studio and been producing things for a while now. So it's just cool to see, like, how big this record has gotten so far. And if you're into, like, Caribbean slash island type of music, he's, uh, don't get me to lying. I, th- I want to say he's Haitian, but if he's not, it's going to be so bad because Haitian's, People who are not Haitian don't really fuck with it. Haitians don't really fuck with it. You not knowing that they're Haitian. So I want to say that he is, but regardless, he's a Caribbean and he, uh, uh, his family's from Caribbean descent of some sort. And so he's really good at like channeling that. But just mm-hmm. to see like wife and Lucci on the track was kind of dope. So, um, yeah, that record is dope. And those are the last few things. Oh, and the Triggered Freestyle was cool. Janae Aiko. But it's so interesting yeah. that sip, she sip, bae. we can sip back on over right. to... <laughs> Let's to the just, sip of the week. Don't take us on into the Let's sip take shop. us into the sip of the week. So she dropped this freestyle the other day, and then literally the next day she's on Instagram, like, happy to be back with you, basically. And it's a picture of her and Big Sean. So that's interesting. But I hope that just means that 2088 is back. Well, they said part, they put part two on the Twitter bio for 2088. Pit. So I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. ready. This is all I really wanted was another, like, that's that's all I really want. I that's all I really want. If y'all want to be together, fine. If y'all don't want to be together, fine. But y'all just started something, and I just want you to finish it. We just want the music. <laughs> that's Sit all. Sit back. We just want the music. Right. Um. But no, I appreciate this uh, for, you know, being vulnerable. She described, you know, a range of emotions that I think we all go through at some point where he's just like, I fucking hate you. I want to kill you, but then I want to fuck the shit out of you. You make me sick. And now I'm so sad because we're not together. But then I think about when we're happy and then I hate you all over again because you ain't shit. You know, like, it's just yeah. relatable. I've I've recently gone through so many emotions for whatever reason about niggas. Mm-hmm. And I just am like, why do I feel this way again? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I I resonated with the, tr- the triggered freestyle. Yeah. Um, Me as well, for sure. What else we sipping on? Because you had some hot piping tea earlier, it sound like. Um, okay. Well, this is um so what kind of tea we sipping on? This is a Hollywood on? sip. This is okay. a Hollywood, Hollywood sip. Okay. This is a Hollywood sip. So over the weekend, um, like I was saying earlier, you know, folks, a lot of shows were, you know, got canceled, but a lot of 
shows got renewed. Mm-hmm. One of the shows that got renewed was Fresh Off the Boat, which is a show on ABC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, about the Asian. Yeah, about an Asian. It's based on a true story. I'm not super familiar with it. I don't watch the show, um, but it's helped uh, bring um, a lot of or that group of Asian-American actors, or just Asian actors, period. I'm not sure if they're Asian-American, so I'm not going to put that America on y'all because I know y'all don't really fuck with that like that right. too much. Right. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's put a lot, uh, that group of actors in the forefront, um, so much so that the female lead in the show, Constance Wu, she's gone on to star in Crazy Rich Asians, which mm-hmm. we all know has, like, completely taken off. I love the movie. It's on HBO if y'all need to watch it anytime, and I've, I, that's me because I don't watch it a couple times. Um, but yes, sis Constance Wu um, was upset that her show got renewed. She was what big. She was big mad. Why? Big mad. Okay. Um, she wasn't trying. She had other checks to to cash. Listen, I'm not sure. Um, I was talking to our girlfriend Morgan, who we really need to have on the show um, really soon because I chat. <laughs> she's one of the main people I chat uh, with like about you know TV and film stuff mm-hmm. with or whatever um, but she tweeted saying come on Washington Post give me the screenshots no y'all not um, actually let me just go to the thread with, with Morgan because that's where that's where it is that's where I sent it um, but yes she tweeted after she finds found out that the uh, the show got renewed. Um, she said, "So upset right now that I'm literally crying." Ugh, fuck. And then she tweeted after that, "Fucking hell." And then on Fresh Off the Boat's actual Instagram page, <laughs> when they talk, when they put the post up saying that the show had been renewed. She commented and said, dislike. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And then somebody had congratulated her on Twitter and was like, oh, congrats, you know, on the show. And, you know, um, it's so great that it got renewed. And she said, no, it's not. (laughs) So everybody was like, sis, what the fuck is going on? Um, Apparently, um, she, what I'm, so there's also a, um, an article from uh, from Slate, mm-hmm. um, and the headline is um, "Fresh Off the Boat Has a Jessica Problem." Constance Wu was its breakout star, but after Crazy Rich Asians, Asians, excuse me, the show has lost sight of what made her character great. Um, and so, it basically, just goes into you know, kind of how her character has gone from this very strong, you know, female lead that was very, you know, um, an accurate portrayal, I guess, of of Asian women. You know, like, something that she could be proud of to mm-hmm. something that she's not, right. <laughs> essentially. Um, kind of similar to Olivia Pope and how Olivia Pope went from being Olivia Pope to being Olivia Pope. Right, bitch. like you know, this adulteress can't get away from this white man. So she basically just didn't like her character. She's basically yeah. Apparently, so you know, there's one thing where people think that she's not really pleased with her character development. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, and then other people are saying, well, it's kind of known within the industry, but not like super common knowledge that she's not the best to work with, and that she doesn't have the best attitude, and all of this other stuff, and. You know, I understand um, being, you know, upset with the way your character is being written and portrayed, especially when you hold, when it's such a a milestone, a milestone and landmark character for your uh, ethnicity, for, Mm -hmm. you know, like Olivia Olivia Pope was like, that was the first time we had a black female lead on TV since Mm -hmm. Diane Carroll in like the 80s. Mm -hmm. So that was a thing, you know? And so Mm -hmm. to see Olivia Pope decline in the way she did, it was like, well, fuck. Of course. You know, like, and so I'm pretty sure it's the same where it's just like, well, damn, like I thought we had something good going here and now now I can't even rock with it no more. I get that. But the way you went about this and the way she tried to backtrack and be like, no, guys, I just curse a lot. That's not really like... 
I didn't really, that's not what I was talking about. That's not what those tweets were in reference to. But then she deletes all the tweets where she was directly replying to people saying that she wasn't happy about the show being renewed. Sis, I think you really... (laughs) She got to get out of her feelings. You... You stopping your bag. Yeah. You stopping your bag. And I don't know, like, about contracts and things like that. But, I mean, one would think if you really not fucking with it like that, you... You figure out a way to to dip. But I doubt that's obviously not possible. Yeah. um, So I think that's just very, one, you come off looking to people who want to be in this industry so badly and want to work in this industry so badly. It comes off very ungrateful. Yeah. You know, that you would say something like that. You know, there are hundreds. one other gig, and now she act like she don't need that check no more. And, you know, and that's great for her. I'm glad Crazy Rich Asians did so well. And I'm glad, you know, she was saying, you know, I don't even have to go on auditions anymore. People are coming with me to Rose. It's like, okay, that's great. That's awesome. But, like, if you feel this way about the show and about your character, you need to talk to the powers that be about that. Or talk to whoever you need to talk to about that. But don't bring this shit to social media or whatever. Because if I was one of your castmates, I might be looking at you like, well, damn. Right. <laughs> this is going to be awkward when we come into the office on Monday. Right. Like, what if I'm, you know, it's hundreds of people who have a job for another year because the show got renewed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, don't. Yeah, you that's tripping. a little That's a little too much. You, you tripping, you know, like I get it, but you could have went about that uh, another way. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. Yikes. That's my little Hollywood tea. Yikes. Child. Um, apparently the man that asked uh, Meg, the, Meg the Stallion about her mama in that interview. Bro. Did, what happened to him? He posted an apology. But, like, that's... The, but he needs to be fired. Like, <laughs> what platform was that, though? Was it a radio interview? It was a radio interview... Um, let me pull it. My up. problem it is it was ninety seven point five in Birmingham. My problem is <clears throat> Come on, tell us, because I this is right up your alley. That's why I brought it up. My problem is I'm happy you brought it up because I definitely almost forgot. Bro, you legit, you legit all you had to do was Google Meg the Stallion before you did an interview, literally two seconds, or while you were doing the interview to see that her mom freaking died. Mm-hmm. Like that was the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life and she literally was like are you serious so I'd rather just not answer the question I'm Mm -hmm. happy she didn't she didn't freak out on him but imagine losing your mom yesterday so recent so recent that was like a couple a couple weeks ago honestly didn't feel like like that was like that feels like it was yesterday and she lost her mom and her grandma in like a very Very short short period of time yeah her grandma first right I think so her grandma first and then her mom in March yeah and so it's like and then you couple this with it being like at that point in time at the interview leading into Mother's Day? Bro, are you fucking serious? So this is what he said on Instagram. Uh, I, he said, first of all, he posted a picture of him and Meg, um, and he put me and Meg following the interview uh, as the, you know, words on the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, I know folks want to see a train wreck, but it was an honest mistake, and I already apologized multiple times to the one person who deserved it. Sometimes you can research for hours and still miss important details. And that's what happened. I wanted to highlight her relationship with her mother from Mother's Day and just didn't know what I didn't know. Shout out to her for finishing the interview and being a class act in spite of everything. Apologies again to Meg, her family, and her true fans. I'll take the blame for this one, but my heart was in the right place. Your heart... That's just simple research, dog. Yeah, that I'm was sorry. Simple. it's all over the internet. That means you don't literally know for read me, dog. anything. Like, <laughs> right. like if I'm uh, prepared to interview anybody, I'm researching them, and I just feel like it's so disrespectful. And also, it makes me frustrated because it's like it's so many people who think they can do this job, and then they really can't. Like, so many people have an opinion about everything, but they won't even pick up their finger to type in google and research something it's very simple it's not that fucking difficult you just like legit gave no fucks in the world but you know so much about her mom being a rapper right in the past you read one article clearly a long ass time ago because the most recent thing you're gonna see is that her mom passed away and she's been vocal about it it's not even like she was just like not talking about it at all right that's frustrating um but prayers to sis because like you know to even have to relive that experience in a moment where you think you're talking about your career and then they have the nerve to bring up your dead mama 
Talking about, it's crazy she not with you right now. Yeah, because she dead. Unacceptable. It's unacceptable. unacceptable. I was so blown. <laughs> I actually found that out, and I didn't talk about it from uh, while I was at State Farm Arena, a.k.a. Phillips, to see Auntie Michelle, who yes. can really be my WCW, honestly. I'm very jealous. Every week. I'm very jealous. I'm sad I didn't get to go. That was um, a surprise to me. Shout out to my girlfriend or our girlfriend, Dre. She, um, her hey, mom. Dre, <laughs> her mom had an extra ticket because uh-huh. one of her friends wasn't able to go, sadly. Uh-huh. But um, the blessing for me because right. that was a really great experience. And Gail King of moderated course, the, the conversation. First off, Gail she had goat. me cracking up because they were talking about like marriage and like marriage counseling and stuff. And she was like, yeah, well, I tried to go to marriage counseling five times. Obviously, it didn't work for me. <laughs> she dropped the mic in between. She was like, can I drop the mic? And like drops the mic on stage. It was I just can't. real like... Fun, like very lighthearted, um, and you to see Michelle. Like, I mean, you see it on clips, but like to see her be so human, um, and just like even Two Chains' daughter was up there yeah, early on. They, yeah, like she was talking about being empowered, empowered, and you know who she's becoming, and it was just it was dope. Uh, apparently, Yar Shahidi was there. Yeah, I missed it. I missed her because she was yeah. outside of Phillips. And I'm so sick. I missed yeah. her, but I was like walking back to my she car. She was at Spelman too. Yeah, like, with Michelle. Yeah, Michelle Obama and I don't think with Michelle. Like, they oh, just, just both happen to be on Spell, like, on some oh, Howard wow. shit. Um, right. But they just both happen to be on Spellman's campus at the same time. Shout out to Spellman there. Um, graduation is this weekend. Hopefully, uh, y'all, y'all don't blow up Keisha's spot too much. <laughs> um, yeah, shout out. <laughs> right. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I already, see, I already see the protesters. <laughs> um, I just envision it in my mind. Um really? But yeah, that's let me see. Was there anything I want else I wanted to sip on? Shout no. Um uh, well Apple is being accused of monopolizing uh their ticket to Supreme Court to uh that people are accusing them of you know, running a monopoly in terms of like how they overcharge for certain uh software and gear and things like that, i.e. the fact that you have to buy an adapter now or like you know and they're overcharging for these items which i think is really great i doubt it will move into motion for real but because the powers that be are them so they're the gatekeepers i really don't think that it will be that effective but i hope that it is so i mean i'm not sure what type of lobbying i'm sure apple has a pretty um pretty big lobbying uh presence in DC, but mm-hmm. also Apple did not cooperate with the government when they wanted right. privacy, you know, when right. they wanted them to give up their privacy. So, so you never know. The courts very well could be like, hmm, fuck y'all. That's Take true. these chargers down. That's true. <laughs> Put the damn regular headphone jack back on this iPhone and stop playing with these folks. Yeesh. Okay? And if y'all wanted to go back to the way it was and sell these people's information to us, and then we'll talk about it. Then we'll talk about it. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Um... Yeah, man, that's it. Uh, leave Aisha Curry alone. and Bro, Seth has already said that he's over it. So listen, y'all I'm telling you, people are just it. being willfully obtuse about that whole thing. And it just goes to show you, people only hear what they want to hear. They not going, they just going to take the smallest bit and make the biggest deal and Okay. (laughs) I feel like I understand where people are coming from after having, I actually had this conversation with um, a bunch of guys at the gym. So Mm -hmm. I understand men's perspective on it. Like, you know, you've invited people into your home. And also that's because Steph Curry is a basketball player. You know how that can affect their game. You know how. Okay. So about, it's about the game. (laughs) It's about the game. It's about, I mean, it's about, that's about they check, bro. Like think about it. This, that's your husband's whole career. So it's not just about the game. It's right. about inviting people into your home. And I, I think that's the I, main I thing that. because if the foot was, if the shoe was on the other foot and Curry, Steph Curry was on an interview talking about, well, you know, that would just look like some bitch shit. Like, oh, you want attention from women? Like, we would be like, what? Like, you would feel some type of way as a woman if you heard Steph Curry or a LeBron James or somebody being like, yeah, like, it's so weird. She gets all this attention. You know, I would like to have some attention from women. But they would never say that because they're Steph Curry and LeBron James. And I and that's that was my <laughs> argument too. That was my like, argument too. But it's still think about it. If that were the case, like say you had a powerful woman with the, as your wife, and the shoe was on the other foot, not be it being Steph Curry, but being a man, and there's mm-hmm. somebody's husband, right. especially if you're known as so and so's husband, it's right. already 
that's where I feel like I understand Aisha because she's like basically, and it's nothing wrong with wanting some validity or wanting some like wanting to know that you um, know that you're seen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you feel invisible because you're literally somebody's wife. That is not Mm -hmm. the way to, you know, go or like something that you want to feel. But at the same time, I feel like I just would. It might not have been the time or the place. I feel like men wouldn't feel it wasn't a time. It was definitely the okay place. Yeah, and. Because you're supposed to, it's the red table talk. You're right, supposed you're to be supposed vulnerable to be vulnerable. Exactly. And stuff like that. Um, and I don't think the timing of it has anything to do, like, niggas can miss me with all that. Now, if we were talking about Steph is a heart surgeon and this could really mess up, you know, it could really just give him the tremors and he could just snap somebody's aorta in surgery and then somebody, you know, but this nigga play basketball. Let's stop acting like Steph Curry is a hidden figure. He don't work for NASA. Like, he play basketball. And I really want, like, let's, let's just get down to that. Like, he plays basketball basketball at a very high level albeit but it's basketball at the end of the fucking day so but that's they like that's their money right and if steph uh curry loses a game as he has before they will still have hella bread so yeah i agree it is what it is but i just think that um because i i talked to two guys about it over the weekend at court um at my friend's uh graduation barbecue and they're just they were just like, yeah, I mean, but you just want to... I feel like if the if the roles were reversed, as you were saying, a man wouldn't say that because he was upset about her getting attention from other guys. A man would be upset because he's his woman is on a level that he is not. That would be the main source of it, if that if that is a problem for him. Pride. Like, yeah, it would be a pride thing. <laughs> like, yeah, but I mean, we know that men and women's... Uh, issues stem from different things exactly. but at the end of the day at the core of it all everybody's insecure and everybody wants to right. feel validated exactly. everyone wants the confirmation of like self and it, it sucks that we feel that way and it all but it also that's the problem because it makes other men think like damn you ain't got her like feeling like she's the most beautiful woman in the world obviously right. so that's where the issue comes to like you're putting people into your marriage and like they when you, especially for who they're supposed to be seen as like this like couple obviously we know every couple has right. issues and it's okay for Aisha to feel that way right. I just feel like you and know maybe it wasn't the was right 15. time I yeah she never had the opportunity to go through a whole phase that's yeah. really all that is and she I, never had honestly, the opportunity to go through that the, phase. the way she talking she probably don't even want to like probably wouldn't have even cared about going through a whole phase or even wanted to go through mm-hmm. a whole phase it was just an observation on our part. And I think people like blew way out of proportion. But I'm glad that Steph, you know, had her back. Because um, I'm pretty, I can't say, a, I can't say the same for a lot of the niggas that were commenting on it. Cause, listen. Listen. Yeah, <laughs> some of the, some of the responses was Every like, day. relax. And then not even just from dudes, from women too. Girl, like, I really want y'all to get over the fact that Aisha told y'all years ago that she liked to wear clothes. Like, <laughs> just please, like. The worst thing that somebody said, one of or some of the people that I were I was getting the argument with about or debating about this stupid shit, was that well she shouldn't have let herself go. She got fat. She did not leave. First what? off, yes. Where's Aisha Curry fat? You know what? As a fat person, let me just say this: as a fat person, I'd be real sick of y'all calling y'all selves fat when y'all are very obviously not. Fat. But she I, ain't never call herself she fat. Ain't never call, no, 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 I'm just saying in general, people calling themselves or other people fat or, you know, saying that shit. And it's like, where? Fat where? Nigga, where? You can't. Okay. I disagree with that because sometimes I feel fat and. But you aren't. I have fat. You have fat. Everybody has fat. Everybody, everybody doesn't. Just as you have or you could have body insecurities, so do people who may not be. I get that, but a certain size. And I, I don't think that I'm like obese, but I do feel like I'm I, I've been smaller and I feel insecure sometimes in my body. So when I say things like I'm fat, it's not like to be rude to somebody else who may feel like they're they're fat. I don't you know, know what maybe I mean? it's just me. When people say that around me, I'd be like, girl, shut up. <laughs> like, and I understand. I understand. But at the same time, like, everybody has... That, no, that's the whole just, point to this yeah. whole thing is that everybody fucking has insecurities. It's right. not fair to, like, feel like... to For other people to feel like they don't have... They can't feel valid in their secure insecurity. Right. Like, if she feels insecure about this, that, and the third, and then bringing... My problem with that was that they brought in the fact that she... 
That lady has had three has kids. Has gained weight. Yeah, I'm like, of course she's gained years. weight. Like, her body has just changed. But she's always been kind of like a thick girl. Right. And not even really. She's just been like, you know, she has a shape. She has curves. Right. Like, why does that even matter? She's gorgeous. Steph Curry loves her. Exactly. And that's, that's all that that's the point. matters. And the fact that the he day. defined it and like right. he posted about it and he said what he had to say about it, then that's and all like that fucking Jada matters. said in the clip, you may not realize that you may not think that other people are checking for you, but your husband know. Period. Period. He know. Because he know you fine, girl. But anyway. Yeah. So you leave that shit alone. Listen. Leave it in the dust, y'all. It yeah. happened and we're leave moving forward. Alone. Let her make her lemonade and all. And <laughs> not her lemonade. Well, she be making stuff. She, you know. Lemonade. Uh, well, I say that because she literally <laughs> know. Because I, um, but when she like before, she got like way bigger than what she is now. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like doing a lot of stuff on YouTube and like recipes and stuff like that. And I remember one day watching this video, she made like some kind of like you know some like real bougie ass lemonade. Yeah, because I'm like um, lemonade. Yeah, she made like some <laughs> lavender mint lemonade. I don't know, it was cute. It's real it, cute. It, really it, cute. It, sound, it looked real refreshing. I was like, hmm, girl, let me find me some lavender. Okay. Um, but yeah, let her do her because she is a, a boss in her own right. Yeah, I agree. And she's had, like, you know, significant strides in her, like, personal career. So I feel yeah. like that's not fair to, like, like, limit her. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, shout out to our good sis, Aisha. Yeah, shout out to Aisha, man. Uh, I don't have anything else to sip on this week, Me but neither. I think we've given you enough. Um, yeah, y'all cups are overflowing. Overflowing. I also thank y'all, um, you know, for reaching out to us, and we appreciate you for yes. giving us some feedback. Yes, thank you guys so much. Again, uh, please uh, check out our our, our WCW this week uh, on Instagram, underscore Crystal's Gems, and check out her collection of poems open on the 27th. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, follow in her footsteps and send us letters and things. Y'all don't have to, like, you know, praise us and such (laughs) like she did. But, you know, y'all know. But just give us some feedback. or feedback or if y'all need advice or whatever the case may be. More so if y'all need advice because I feel like there's some things that people are going through, um, you know, especially in this season for whatever reason. A lot of things are happening. A lot of changes are missed. um, And maybe we should bring in, like, you know, uh, some hood healing. Like some, you know, because we do I really appreciate had a hood healer on here. <laughs> I love her. I fucking love her. But I not, I, I wasn't saying literally bring her, yeah. but also if we could, that'd be awesome. Hood healer at Hood Healer, if anybody knows Listen. her. Um, but more so if we could like add like some like horoscope or just like, you know, it, you know, we have been getting read on the pattern. If we could tell you what's going on in the pattern, maybe <sighs> weekly would be dope as well. Cause I just see some significant changes happening within um like a shift happening and i want to open that up also if anybody knows any brands that want to collaborate with me i'm going to bet weekend for the first time and Yay. yes i'm so excited um in june so i i just need some help because i help help me please i don't know yeah. what i'm doing um so yes if y'all know anything like that and just thank y'all for tuning in we appreciate you a lot as always, you can hit us up at girlfriendsthepodcast at gmail.com or you can slide into our DMs on Instagram and Twitter or at girlfriendspod. Um, and you can like us on Facebook. We're at Girlfriends Podcast. Thank you. Oh, like, rate, subscribe, comment, all that. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>